Hey everyone, this is Specialist Garrett Daco with 11th Signal Brigade. Today we will be talking to Sergeant Cynthia Ramirez with the 1st Cavalry Division on today's episode of The Great Big Podcast. This is Corporal Kyra Pearl with the 3rd Armored Corps Public Affairs Office, and we have a blast from the past with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sergeant Ramirez, Cynthia with 112 Cav. It is so nice to have you back. (laughs) Why are you here with us today? Well, um, from what I recall, (laughs) uh, I was told to be interviewed for passing Lester Gunner School just recently. Not only passing Master Gunnery <laughs> School, but you're the first female to do so? Yes, that is correct. So I'm the first active duty female to pass the course. That has to be an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. It's um, a little overwhelming. I'm still getting used to it. I feel like I'm just, I don't know, like it hasn't hit me yet. And it's been a couple of weeks, but... I feel like I'm still getting there. Like, okay, I actually did it. <laughs> it's just um, still, still getting there. I can see the pride glowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is Master Gunnery School? I'm not, uh, you know. Yeah, so it's um, basically the way I like to describe it is we are the brains of the tank. So everything that goes on within our tank, we know the ins and outs. We know what is working inside each component in there we know everything and anything that the tank has to offer so that's like us that's what we know and we're used to you know guide soldiers to if the, you know so we're, we're downrange and something goes on with the tank they're just like hey sorry like i don't know what's going on what can you help me we're like oh yes i can direct you exactly what is going on with your tank so that's awesome yeah. you know here at fort hood we're tanks 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 <laughs> <laughs> So for for you, just tell us a little bit about how how long have you been in the Army? So I have been in for five years. Uh, I just hit five years January 2nd. Um, I... I mean, I I came in as a as a tanker. I was a driver for a year. I was a loader for a year. And um, actually, no, I was a loader for about two years. And then be, just became a gunner about a couple months before I went to school. So... And for you, for you, how was that, uh, what was that decision making like? It's like, you know what, I'm going to try to go to Master Gunner. I'm, I'm, not only am I going to go, but I'm going to pass. How, how did that come about? <laughs> um, so, you know, I have a, my first couple of years, I'm going to be honest, I didn't even know what a Master Gunner was. Like, mm. I was still trying to just learn how to drive a tank, you know. I didn't really know what a Master Gunner entailed until about... Uh, a couple years ago, we had um, a lot of people like, oh, just go ask the master gunner. Like, hey, something's wrong. Just go ask the Mike Golf, you know, yeah. for short. Mike Golf is short for master gunner. And um, we'd be like, well, why do we have to ask him? We have our mechanics. And they'd just be like, no, like he's like a tanker and a mechanic at the same time. Like he knows everything. So and they're like, he's like the most knowledgeable person on that tank. And I was just like, I want to do that. I want to be that person that I could just instantly be like i know exactly what's wrong and <laughs> let's fix it and then get our, our platform back up and let's go down range you know so i thought that was really cool and everyone looks up to a master gunner you know especially if you as tankers we're just like that's our that's like our god in a way that's how we view it that's like the <laughs> easiest way to put it okay you know and um so for me i was just like i'm gonna i'm gonna do that course and before then um i 
I had a you have a lot of prerequisites that you need to meet and yeah. um one of them was a GT score of a 110 or above and I did not have that you know so I was like well okay I got to work on that to get my score up and so um going into the course I, there was a lot of things that I didn't have just yet that I needed to work for so yeah. um I got my GT score up and then they dropped um, they basically like waivers to to allow E fives to go in, and that was like the only thing that I didn't have because I was a I was a still an E five, and usually E sixes and above the like okay. tank commanders are, go to this course. So as soon as they said like E fives are allowed to go, there my leadership was just like, "You've been wanting to go, let's go, <laughs> let's shoot you for it." So I was about to say, yeah. you're you know E fives is the most recognizable NCO rank, yeah. the most common, yeah. and also the most achievable for a lot of us newer soldiers. <laughs> so it's yes. amazing to see the first female yeah. is one of us. Yes, yes, E5. And, you know, that's, like, something that um, I always like to say is just, like, look, I'm an E5. Usually you have sergeant first classes and staff sergeants go through this course. If an E5 can do it, like, you definitely can. So if you're, if you're an E5 and you want to go, don't doubt yourself because, you know, only sergeant first classes or staff sergeants usually go you you want to like for me i was like i'm gonna go to prove like you know that i can because e5s can you know male or female yeah. we're just young soldiers and we're just trying to make a career out of this like for me i want to do 20 years so this is like my this is gonna set me far for my career so no yeah that's amazing yeah what was the process like um like getting accepted into the course since you're the first female to graduate um i'm sure it must be different yeah no so you know we have that the course in general the schoolhouse like they treated me just as they treated anyone else in that that how that schoolhouse you know they didn't see me as walking in there oh she will be the first master uh, first female master gunner she passes you know they did not even bring that up they're just like you're here to pass master gunner school and that's what we're going to do for you you know like male or female you're going to get through and i really appreciated that you know because like people will maybe take it as oh they um they may have made it easier for her to go through and stuff but that wasn't like the thing at all they treated me just as the same so okay it was just like the same process you know i was just there to pass just to become a master gunner just as everybody else and yes like i did become the first female but i, I had really good leadership that made me stay humble you know kept me a like you know on level ground just as the rest of the um the students in that course with me I'm so glad. I was worried that you might have had more difficulty. I'm glad that yeah. everyone was on the same playing field. No, yeah, everyone was. It, it was it was hard, and like I was explaining it um, earlier, but the I never went to college. You know, like army was like the first thing that I was like, you know what? I'm, I don't have a direction what I want to do for college. So right after high school, let me just join the army, and college is free. So let me take that offer too. And um, so going into the school, like. <laughs> like the studying <laughs> and having to know how to memorize stuff is, it was so overwhelming for me because I never went to a school. Yeah, I haven't been to a school. I haven't been to college. So I didn't know like how to get the studying habits down. What do I need to study? Like, how do you even memorize all this stuff? And you have a couple people in the class with you who are just like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like college, you know, like, but uh, 10 times and more intense, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same concept. But they're just like, OK, so this and I'm just sitting there like i have no idea even how to do this so um yeah it, it's it's a definitely it's it's a challenging course i will say that 100 percent. but for me it was 
And I also, I didn't pass the first time. So the first time that I went through, I had failed. Um, I went through the first three phases and got through them, but then uh, the third phase, I failed. And and to be honest, I wasn't going to go back. I was, I, I think I was going to go back, but I was so, like, bummed out that I f- let so many people down, especially my leadership, because they pushed me to go. I missed out on a deployment in Poland with all my other peers. You know, it was, like, hard to, like, miss out and not be with my friends and be here alone. Yeah. And so I was like, I just want to go to Poland with y'all. I said, just give me more time and let me just, you know, refresh and be there with y'all. Maybe, you know, get a little more self-confidence and then we'll send me back a couple months later. They're just like, you're not quitting. Yeah. You're not giving up right now. You're going right back. And I was like, you're right. I need to do this. You know, like, you're right. I'm so sorry. Like, let's do this again. And sure enough, next class started back up and they sent me right back. And I went through it again and passed the second time. And I'm glad I did, you know, because I just wouldn't be here today. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm very humble about it. And I, I'm very appreciative that I can hold that because, you know, from how I grow up, have I, how I've grown up, I feel like I can be humble throughout this whole process and ensure that to pave a way for everyone else to be like she can do it then i definitely can do it you know because it's it's not easy but it's definitely worth it in the end okay so what was the course like you said um at least the first time you went through there was three phases are there more than that in total how and you said it was intense but yeah so you have this uh we call it in easier words phase one is like common core so it's a month long and basically it's just like combined training so you're with like infantry master gunners you're with striker master gunners then you have us tanker master gunners and uh you're just learning about like smaller weapon systems not necessarily the platform you're going to be a master gunner at but you know small arms stuff and then you have platform which is then we all disperse into our specific platforms for me it was tanks so that's two months long it's a little it's about two months and some change um but common core for me i think it was it was very different um i didn't think it was easy at all and people say like once you go through platform you're gonna look back and be like i miss common core because it was so easy but it's not <laughs> like if you're going through common core it's not easy but um once you get through it and then you get to your platform and you're just like okay this is my meat and potatoes this is like my this is the what i'm gonna be an expert on that's where like it gets super intense and so I think um, just just the difference between those two phases, like for me, I went through Common Core and then straight into platform. Some people do Common Core, take a couple months break because it's, it's your choice. You could do, you know, or unless like it just beneficial for you to just go straight through, then do it. Yeah. But um, for me, I went to Common Core one month and then straight to platform, which is two months. So in total, I was there for about four months because I did a prereq course, which is called ATAC. Yeah. And it's just like, they do two weeks of one week of common core, one week of platform, and they just do it all in two weeks. And they just like, hey, <laughs> this is what to expect. <laughs> Let's do it. And, you know, and you had to pass that course, too. So it's just like, oh, my goodness. Like, but it's 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 nice. Uh, I, I really recommend people wanting to go to Master Gunner School to take a prereq course, whether it's ATAC, what I went through, uh, Sable Academy or Impact. You know, there's prereq course that you could take before you even you start the actual school. Okay. So for for you that like, and you said it was there. So with with failing and you restarting the the course, how was that like? How was that coming back and knowing like, oh man, I, I have to do it again now. You know, I was really just I was nervous because oh. you know, the first time that I went through not Common Core because I passed that the first time. Platform okay. is where I fell out. Um, 
going back to platform i was super scared because i was like i didn't get it the first time like i feel like i was right there on understanding what they were teaching us but not necessarily and i was scared the same thing was going to happen again and you know like not like some people go back three times some people go back four times some people go back five times i've heard like you know yeah people go back to try to get that because you know that's something that they're pushing for you know and kudos to them they should you know if that's something that they really want go back but yeah for me, going back, I was like, man, I, d- I don't know if I can do the stress again. Because it's super stressful. I mean, I've cried. I I had mental breakdowns. I've had to, like, step out of class because I was just like, I'm about to, like, have another mental breakdown because I feel like I can't understand it. You know, it's stressful. And it's just, like, stress those entire two months. Like, you do not get a break, you know. And it's classes are from Monday to Friday unless it's range week. Then we're out there um or, no, even still during the weekdays, excuse me. But your weekends are for you, they say. And But for for you as a student, you're like, I can't take no breaks. I'm going to wake up and study the entire day until I go to sleep. Yeah. You know, and that's what you did. And we really recommend the instructors were just like, take your breaks. Take a Sunday break day off. Take yeah. a Saturday off. Take Friday after class off. Just don't study. And as me i was like no i'm gonna study i said no there's no way i'm studying because i'm not i'm not missing this you know and i think that's where i went wrong the first time first time i went through i did not give myself a break at all i just and going from common court to platform straight and then just you know i finally hit a like a brick wall like i couldn't even retain anything anymore it was like the simplest things that i just couldn't memorize so definitely the second time that i went through so much easier like it was just like i knew what to do i knew what to inspect i knew the what material was gonna be thrown at me yeah. i knew like hey this is what um i struggled on last time let me get this down you know and then we can go from there so not i'm i'm i will i'm grateful that i well let me put this in this way not making it the first time made me better understand the material the second time so for me it's like man like because i did didn't make it the first time i'm glad i came the second time because i understand it so much more better and i don't think people and i wasn't gonna go back after the first time because i was scared i was yeah. i was like let me give myself some break but i'm glad that my leadership pushed me to go again because they're just like it's gonna be a lot more understanding and they were right it was i understood it a lot more better than the first time so i am glad i went back the second time so for you, you, you know, you, you mentioned your leadership a lot. Just how important <laughs> was it to have your leadership backing you to, to take on this, this task? I mean, from what, from what you've telling me, yeah. like I was in the army and I knew we had master gunners. I, I wasn't a tanker. I didn't have, we didn't have MOSs. We, our MOS didn't have master gunners until the end with strikers. Right. But so with you, how important was it for you to have your, your leadership and, and those people in your unit to, to support you and push you and back you? Oh, man, I I mean, since I've been a little girl from what my dad's told me, I've always needed people to push me. I've I I like when I want something, I'll go there and get it. But I always tend to like if I don't make it or if I feel like I'm doing wrong, I always need people to push me. And I feel like that's OK. You know, not everyone could be you know, like the, the leader all the time. Sometimes yeah. you need like, hey, go, you know? And for me, having my leadership there was like super important to me because I knew that without them, I probably wouldn't have went back. You know, if they weren't there, like, 
if they were the leadership, like, oh, well, I mean, if you don't want to go back, don't go back, you know, just, yeah. just quit here, you know, but they weren't. They were like, we see potential in you. And that th- I think that's so important is that they saw the potential that I had. And they're just like, no, you're going to go back. You're not going to quit right now. You got this. Just stop overthinking it, you know. And then having my husband by my side, too, and just him in general, like, he, he's helped me through so much, like, through the entire course. I mean, I didn't call my leadership when I had the breakdowns. I called my <laughs> husband, you know. Okay. So he was there for the emotional, like, hey, babe, like, you know, you have this, you know. And he's, he's also in the military. So they're all uh, in Poland right now deployed. So they're... It's hard, like, even time, like, you know, getting in contact with my leadership. Yeah. When I was in class, they were asleep. When they were, when I was asleep, they were up working, you know? Yeah. So the time management was kind of, like, a really big strain on me there because I was yeah. like, who do I have, you know? All my friends are gone. My husband's gone. Like, you know, and I have my classmates here, but it's different when you have, like, your people, you know, when you, you yeah. go to your people. And so that, but just having them uh, finding a way to work around that and connect yeah. with me whenever I needed it was like it's it's pretty awesome, and so I'm I'm really thankful for the leadership that I've had along this entire way. I'm Is so glad you had such a supportive team on your side. Yeah, and and you know it hasn't always been like that. Like the beginning of my military career, like I haven't always had the best leadership on my side. Yeah. I've always I've I've had leadership that you know doesn't have like as much confidence in me. But the leadership that I have now that I've had for the past couple years is like. You know, I I hope that everyone can have leadership like that one day because it's it's awesome to have that. And, you know, leaders need to be want to strive to be that leader for other soldiers, you know, because it, it helps and it goes a long way. Like it helped me. Is, is your husband a tanker as well? He is. He is a tanker. So so for him, <laughs> how does it feel for him? Like, I, I know when he when when you when you showed him when he's like, I got it. How was that? For, how, how was that conversation? The, I'm going to tell you exactly his words. He <laughs> said this as soon as I graduated as a dependent to my wife being a Mike Goff. I will also fall under the category of a Mike Goff. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I could accept him, that. He's just like, I don't know. To go, I don't need to go to my golf school because I already have a wife that's yeah. my golf. I'll get all the knowledge. From I, her. I have it in house. I have in house. I get yeah. in house training. Oh, that's no, so fun. He's uh, he's definitely super proud of me. He is. He's he's been one of my biggest support systems. You know, as a husband, we don't have kids. You know, so yeah. it's just me and him. So, you know, whatever he wants to do, I'm like all there for it. Whatever I want to do, he's all there for it. And you know, him being here for me throughout the entire thing. It was really important, but he is he is super proud of me. He's a little like, you know, like, man, <laughs> does that mean that I need to go now? <laughs> but then he got that whole idea in his head, like, no, I'll just follow under you. I'm a dependent now. <laughs> I was so say, I had, get the category of it, too. Yeah, he has, like, first access to the MG exactly. God. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he's like, there's no reason for me to go. I'm like, whatever, you better go. <laughs> I hope he does. But, Yeah. All right. Um, I don't. I just have one more question for you. Um, so, for you, what what has been? What would be your biggest takeaway from from being able to to not only go to Master Gunner course, but to pass it and be the first female and just to for you to be an E five and, right. and go? How? What is the biggest takeaway that you have from from this experience? Two things is you don't give up. No matter what, even if it's a school, it's a course, it's um, something that you've been wanting to do that's going to better benefit you, just don't give up. That's the first thing. The second thing is for leaders, NCOs, us NCOs, is to be that that person to guide soldiers 
to be like, if you want to do this, let's get you to it. Let's let's get you there, you know, because not everyone has that. And it's so important to have that. Those two things. That's going to be my biggest takeaway because those are the two things that got me through this course and got me where I am today, you know, and the support of my family as well. If, if it weren't for any of that, I guess, and, and then the three, the support system, you know, if it weren't for that, I probably would not be sitting here today. But because I did, I that's why I am here today. And it's it's very humbling. I am so excited and proud of you <laughs> and for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's really nice seeing you again. Yes. Oh, for anyone who doesn't remember, she was one of our co-hosts a while back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything else, Copra Pearl? Thank you so much for coming here today and telling us about your story. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you, you so very much. Bye. Hi there, I'm Rachel Bethel, I'm the Public Services Librarian at Casey Memorial Library, and I just hope you guys step by. Casey Memorial Library is located at the corner of 72nd Street and 761st Hank Battalion Avenue, next to the CTC building. We're open Tuesday through Saturday from 9 to 5, and have a large collection of items to check out, including books, audiobooks, movies, graphic novels, and video games. And an even larger selection of materials is available online. We also offer a variety of free programs and services for all ages, CAC-enabled computers for soldiers, and separate kids' rooms and for families. All DODs, civilians, retirees, active duty soldiers, and their dependents can get an account. If you have any questions, feel free to call us. We're available at 254-287-4921. We have multiple blasts from the past today because you're finally back. I know. It's about time. I'm I'm sorry for those that may have missed my voice or sorry for those that was glad I was gone. I don't know. <laughs> but I am back, so. <laughs> we missed you. Thank you. Thank you. And this is me, Eric Franklin, with your Fort Hood Garrison Public Affairs Office. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Never left. Never you're left. always you're always here, though. Yeah, I'm we just can behind the scenes. You. Yeah. We have to have some constants in this thing. Right, right. So I'm, I'm, I missed the the actual interview, which I'm very saddened about because, I mean, one of our co, one of our old co-hosts. Yeah. Like. And one of the first female master gunneries for her tank. I heard, <laughs> I heard. So like, super, super fun, fun week this week, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm very sad. I missed the actual. It was a really good interview, podcast, you should be sad. Yeah, um, it, was, it was pretty good. She's pretty cool people. Yes. It's almost yes. like we know her. Yeah. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> she, 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 she knew where everything was in the office. It was, it was all yeah. good. It was fun. So now she's a, she's a guru of the M1 Abrams, I heard. Yes. So she knows everything there is to know. Exactly. She, she can do everything. She can do everything on every part of it and just like, ah, I know what's going on here. Oh, man, that's so cool. Yeah. I want to okay. go. I want to go. I always used to have like the little, little toys of like tanks and stuff yeah. like playing army army men when i was a kid and it was always the tanks that i loved yeah so well, i mean we are known for our tanks here so yeah. that is true that is true i uh the i drive by first core. cab and just you know i don't want to say i dream but <laughs> maybe i maybe i slow down a little bit as i'm driving past just a little bit give that little head nod like, <laughs> i see you so exactly. since you weren't here to tell us how was your new year's do you oh. have any resolutions or we decided to call them goals, you know, a little goals. less intimidating. Okay. I like that. I like that because I don't actually like having new year's resolutions. Oh. Mm. Yes. I'm one of those people. I, 
I'm much more like a uh, kind of setting goals throughout the year and, you know, trying to accomplish them the best I can. And if they roll over, they roll over. Um, so one of my big goals for this year is to travel more often. Mm. Um, a lot of the time, uh, especially last year, I found myself kind of hoarding my my vacation days, my leave days. Mm -hmm. And so this, this year I kind of want to, I kind of want to spread them out a little more. I used a lot of days for Christmas to spend time with family and do, do, you know, stuff back home. But this time I kind of want to spread it out, you know, do, do summer trips, do spring trips, um, maybe a trip in the fall, go back East. I've never been to the East coast before. Um, besides Fort Gordon, (laughs) (laughs) no one needs to remember AIT days. Right. Right. So, um, and that was during COVID we, I didn't, I never saw Georgia. Yeah. Ah, I didn't even get to see Georgia. So, you know, I'd love to see even, you know, New York, um, you know, make it out to make it out to Boston, maybe Boston. These are some high goals. Yes. (laughs) So expensive. very expensive. So I'm hoping maybe I'll, maybe I'll win the lottery too. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of my goals. So wait, wasn't one of your goals last year to like read a book or something? Yes, it was. And believe it or not, I did. Oh yes. So I, I achieved one of those actually, um, fairly much earlier than I thought I would. Really? Too. Yeah. I think I finished it. Um, it had to be some point like October, November, I think oh, I wow. finished it. Yeah. So, um, this year I will, you know what? I'll read two books this year. <laughs> How about that? My goal, back to my, back. Goals. my goal is to read six, but I haven't started one. And Ooh. we're coming to the end of January already, which is insane to say. I know. Like we're almost at the end of January. We're fully in 2023. Yeah. yeah. It feels is, weird. Janu- is January is done. And then it, February is a short month. And then March, who cares? And that's it. It's it's the summertime. Let's and then that's it. Once the summer's here, it just starts getting so fast. Basically over. Yeah, the year's over once summer hits. Yeah, but I will say uh, February is a big month because of the Super Bowl. Yes, it is. So for those sports fans out there, uh, I know I'll be watching. Yes, I will be. So hopefully, um, maybe your commanders will be nice enough to give you a late work call that Monday. (laughs) Hopefully so. (laughs) If not. You know, just uh, party responsibly. Yes. Enjoy enjoy the game responsibly. We will be go. I, you know what? I think I'll go upstairs and ask the, uh, the CG about that one day oh. this week or next week. We'll see what he says. What day is the game again? So the Super Bowl this year will be on Sunday, February 12th. Oh, that's actually coming up really fast. Yes. Yes. So and it and it starts at 530 p.m. Okay, cool. Central time. On a Sunday. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because those can go pretty late, huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. Especially the Super Bowl. It is a lot of commercials. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm one of the people who only watches the commercials. And then, like, I just make sure the team I wanted to win wins at the end. Right. And then also the halftime show. I don't even know who's who's doing the halftime show. They said. They did. I can't remember who, who they said this year. I don't remember. Not Rihanna. Is it Rihanna? I don't know who it is. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll come back next week, next week with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll Google it. But we so, should have Googled it before, but we didn't. I know. So right now, as we're talking, there are f- um, four teams in the running. Mm-hmm. We have the Philadelphia Eagles, boo. The San Francisco 49ers, boo, boo again. Boo. The um, Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. and the Kansas City Chiefs. 
So he I know. He have you with any of the <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's very upset that his Cowboys lost. Yes. Oh. I know that. Yes. Uh, go Niners. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I are both rooting for the Niners, right? Yes. All right. So we got we got two against <laughs> one that already lost. So. Yeah. <laughs> two against one that's not happy about anything. Right. So we're doing pretty good. Um, J- just so both of you guys know, the Cowboys have not want, made it out of the NFC in 28 years. They're cursed. I'm telling you, they, 28 they are years. cursed. 1996. That was the last time they made it out of the, the NFC. I only even started watching because of my stepdad-in-law, and he loves San Francisco. So go Niners! <laughs> Horrible. I grew up in I grew up in the Bay Area, so I've always been a San Francisco fan. I, and now all my friends, I met like so many friend, uh, people from that kind of area as well, nice. and so we all just get together and we all root for the Niners, and it's awesome. So. Sorry. Sorry, Cowboy fans. <laughs> I, I, I hope we make it to the bowl. I, you know, I, if, if you were a, a Raiders fan, I could, I could accept that. <laughs> you know, I, I never got on the Raider hype. Oh. I know. And my dad lives, my dad lives in Oakland. Yeah. So. I, could, I could do the Raiders. Raiders. I like the Raiders too, but I don't know. Now that they're the Las Vegas Raiders, they're kind of yeah. weird. Uh, I mean, and this year they weren't. No offense, Raiders fans. You yeah. guys weren't that good this year. At all. So, and I know you guys had injuries. Every team does. Yeah. Look at the Niners, though. We're on our third string quarterback. Ugh. And we're about a we're in the, you know, in the playoffs. So I'm just saying it's not impossible. But horrible. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh other than that, this year, uh, since it's January, it's starting to heat up or cool down, whichever way you want to look at it, because it's ways. we're in Texas. Yeah. It it doesn't make up its mind until May. Yep. But uh, I know training is starting to pick back up. So you're going to start hearing a lot of boom. If you're in the, the central Texas area, you're going to start hearing a lot more booms and bumps in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and day. So just oh, yeah. just be prepared for that uh, over the next couple of months, because, you know, as it starts to warm up, uh, you know, soldiers, we got to get out there. They, we got to train because, you know, Fort Hood, that's what that's what we do here at the great place. Yeah, yep. if you're on posts, already started up recently, and I'm sure the closer you are, the the louder it feels. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can. Every morning I wake up, I walk outside, and I can already hear them going off. But you got to rem- love it. You got to remind yourself sometimes at night because, like, it can get scary sounding. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, but we also like to say uh, here, New Year, New Me, same training. Yes. So <laughs> exact same training. <laughs> Pretty much. Not good. not exactly the same. We're always <laughs> we're always evolving. We're always an ever evolving. Uh, we're army. always there. But we we are always training. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. That is one thing you can count on. Yes. Uh, so do you guys got anything uh, cool, interesting coming up uh, over the next week? Nothing? Planning my husband's birthday party. Oh. Ooh. What do you got? Oh, well, you can't tell us. No, I can't. Because I know he's it's a surprise. surprise. So yeah. he doesn't listen to this. Don't worry. Sorry, oh. Mr. Pearl. <laughs> so now, now we got to find out when he gets off. Because someone listens and it's going to get back to him. So we got to wait till we get off to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All so. Right. Well, I think that's it. I think we'll go ahead and get off. Well, you guys enjoy the rest of your week and you have a wonderful week and we will talk with you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. This podcast is a U.S. Army Garrison Fort Hood and Fort Hood Public Affairs production. The show's theme music is written and produced by Delicious All-Stars. All our music is obtained through Filter by Song Trader. 
have a question or want to share some insights with us, email us at forthoodpao at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at USAG Fort Hood. And as always, be sure to leave a review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. <music>